I'm getting so far. But in the end, in the end it doesn't really matter. Record. No, it doesn't. Also, welcome everybody to Front Row Perspectives. Hi. Hi. Uh, uh, we've got Wait, a most chaos <laughs> God damn it. All this right. So chaos round. Yes, it's chaos round. No, no, it's not. All right. I'm cold as Ishgard. Uh, <laughs> that's damn uh -huh. cold. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So, tonight, we are going to be talking about a big topic. Real big. Big topic. Because we actually have an appropriate person to have in this. Also, welcome, oh, Eddie, slash Baron5x. Yes, yes. the fearful AKA, leader. A.K.A. Big Boss. <laughs> A.K.A. our fearful leader. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also That's is, great. of course, uh, Fates slash Michael. And Will slash Kage Palazzo. And, of course, me, David slash Asher. So, the big topic is religion and video games. Cool. Isn't that the two things that, that parents don't want you to talk about at the dinner table during Thanksgiving? No, that's that politics and religion. And also sexuality. That's the other third rail. That's the third one, <laughs> yes. But no, uh, religion and politics, this is kind of like... There's a lot here, because A... It's been a thing of censorship for a long time, because, oh, Japan, you go to the church to revive, and you go to the healing house to revive in the West? A.K.A. they removed all the crosses. But other things, it's like, how, like, do you represent religion properly in games? There's also, how do games factor in real-life religion? Are they considered, like, what sin would they be considered by the Catholic Church? This is a pretty big topic. It is a big topic, and it, it wasn't until I think probably uh, around the PlayStation N64 Dreamcast era that it started to change to be as less censorific. But uh, censorific—that's a new word. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I think that's a real word already. Censorific. Okay. <laughs> well. Censorific. But uh, censorship is what I meant to say. But censorship started to slowly, you know, take a backseat. But it's still prevalent, um, especially nowadays with the climate that we're in. Yeah, censorship seems to be... It, that's a topic that we... I think it's on the list. I believe so. So do we want to start off talking about where religion fits in with this idea of censorship then? Well, let's talk up of, like just religion in video games so uh, let's start with probably something that we can ease into which is well how does religion view video games so let's ask our actual knighted uh catholic here Ed, yeah Ed, eddie is knighted Hi. by the church <laughs> so what what is the stance that the catholic church takes on video games if any i mean honestly it's going to be just the same thing with any media i think we kind of like you were hinting at before we're kind of beyond the days where like video games are like a specific weird creature now it's just another creature that exists out in the wild that can come and get you so like any other multimedia if it if it leans a certain way shows off a certain thing it's going to you know draw the eye of I don't know, my particular flavor of religion, but any religion, honestly. So, so it brings so, Satan into your home. 
No, no, hey, it doesn't. I, I mean, if you want to, the literal example of that, there's Dante's Inferno, where the final mm-hmm. boss is literally Satan. Yeah, well, and you're fighting him. So, I mean. It's my favorite boss. <laughs> my favorite end game boss ever. It's also one of your favorite games, which. Admit. I mean, that's maybe giving it too much credit. It was a fun game, mm-hmm. but not exactly one we remember with great fondness or great inspiration view. Yeah. Um, the, the way I remember Dante's Inferno was. Oh, it's somebody decided to take the actual Dante's Inferno and just God of War treatment. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty spectacular. Um, admittedly, like uh, my interaction has always been the like it's a video game, it's a form of entertainment, but I have seen uh, a couple of instances, and these are instances. They're not really big deals because everyone just kind of brushes them off anyway. Is the whole uh, certain churches going like Pokemon is Satanism, whatever or whatever popular game is Satanism or Harry Potter or yeah yeah you shall not suffer a witch to live. From a historical aspect, a lot of that of that ideology took a long first uh, took a a long time to kind of go away, but it ties in really with like (laughs) overhyped satanic panic you had back in the eighties. Where mm. everything, including like Dungeons and Dragons, was like, oh my god, this is like Satan's work being done. Oh my god, Dun- I forgot Dungeons and Dragons because that that's still game stuff, and yep. all I can think of is You're the whole. Video games, aren't you? <laughs> no, I, I'm thinking of the skit where it's like in the bowels of El Diablo. Oh yeah, that skit. <laughs> that skit, and it's like yeah. It, it literally between the eighties, between the eighties and nineties, I think we just had a lot of, of like over the church was very oversensitive about video games, and religion in general was just because it was brand new. It was letting people, as opposed to watching people fight each other, now let you fight each other, let you gut some other guts and spill their intestines all over the place, and let you fuck someone in a video game. That was all really bad. Yeah, I mean, that's the best. Part. What video games have you been playing? Apparently, some of the uh, really, really bad ones. Apparently, you're on that H game. <laughs> hey, has any has anyone played here played Hellcab? No. Oh, no. YouTube it later. It's great. It's a great watch. Uh, okay. I, I feel like that's. I feel like that's like a uh, like the quotation successor or like spiritual successor to Carmageddon. <laughs> no, uh. it was one of those like click click adventure games with like photo real like actual photos. But they made it look like all kind of animated flow photos. It was weird, stupid, weird video games in the nineties. Hmm. So kind of Night Trap esque. It makes like Night Trap look like a like a Oscar winner. Oh wow! Oh God! Burning. <laughs> but, nice. but but it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Okay. So, we, so yeah, I mean, long story short, yeah, multimedia in general always gets tonight. you know something going on. So, so what are you gonna do? Basically, the Catholics are treating video games as they would treat most of any other uh, media, yeah. which is like just as long as you don't overdo it, kind of thing. Yeah. And technically, it's one of the things that you can give up for Lent. So. Yep, that was a, that was a favorite thing to do in my childhood. So now we're going to go into 
much more deeper thing, which is the censorship aspect. Because uh, ever since, like, I remember reading that the fact that the uh, the healing houses in Final Fantasy One used to be churches because they had fucking crosses on them. Mm -hmm. And I've read everything from they removed the crosses because they didn't want religious symbolism to they removed the crosses because they didn't want Red Cross suing them. Red Cross? Murr. Yeah. I was like, how? How is that different from what Legend of Zelda did then? No, Zelda did it too. Zelda removed yeah. pretty much most of the crosses as well. Oh, I, I was pretty sure they didn't. No, they did. Yeah, the first game definitely had crosses on the shield. Mm-hmm. And um, gravestones. And the gravestones, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was basically from two on, because mm-hmm. uh, the graves in uh, Link to the Past are supposed to have little tiny crosses, as well as the church in Link to the Past is supposed to have a cross Which on top of it. the sanctuary. Yeah. Mm. So th- that was uh, less a creative decision and more of they were there's pressure from external sources it no. sounds like it might have been a, a localization issue yeah, yeah it was localization because uh, um, yeah there's a difference because there's a lot of there, there's a lot of games that had that in there but then when it came to the local localization of bringing them stateside that's when the changes happened and mm-hmm. that was just because the localized uh company did not want the backlash yeah versus what the actual game company did and this was like of course like mostly nintendo and sega at this point because they were the ones that started seeing this heavily happen uh because of the revival of video games Mm -hmm. well and they're under their under their banner basically yeah and i was gonna say i mean all the all the major censoring localizations and Woolseyisms, which is a separate but relative related topic. Right. All that kind of stuff uh, happened a hundred percent under Sega and Nintendo's watch because they were the only uh, really acts out there. Yeah. Because um, by the time it all started calming down, was when the next generation hit. When you had the PlayStation uh, jump on yeah. the scene. Yeah. Right. Um. Probably the only game that didn't receive that level of localization was Castlevania. Really, mm-hmm. because like whole, like literally, holy water, cross, stuff like that. But, but then again, you're dealing with freaking Dracula. Yeah, that's yeah. Like a direct reference to what you know to that mythology. Yeah. So it like them trying to send it like remove the symbology from Castlevania is like no, you're you're removing. Yeah, you're destroying the entire game. You're removing all uh, all lore that ties to that game. Yeah, but no, I've seen uh, some of the localization, uh, Dragon Quest, I mean, Dragon, is it Dragon Quest or is it... uh, Um, Dragon Warrior or Dragon Quest? Dragon Warrior initially, but then it just went back to Dragon Quest. Right. Um, They had crosses. um, Final Fantasy did as well. Final Fantasy... Mm -hmm. Uh, most of the RPGs did. M- most RPGs tend to have some form of minimal um, religious. And most and most of those that did get changed from crosses to like onks instead. 
honks. A lot of that as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Final Fantasy got it changed from a cross to a heart, which is why it's like they called them healing houses and not like churches. They are um, basically trying not to offend the Christian uh, Christianity, basically. Yeah. Um, um, they found way other ways to do that, though. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, hell yes. Oh, yeah, 100%, without question. Um, but, like, as time came on, like, let, let's get up to the PlayStation N64 era where, uh, yeah... PlayStation was basically like, fuck this. I'm, if there's going to be cross in the game, the cross is going to be there. Mm -hmm. And not uh, only that, they some of the stories that they started to produce from that point forward, um, especially from Squaresoft, <laughs> uh, spat in the face, uh, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The Final Fantasy series and religion have had a very contentious relationship. I can, I can, I can think of tactics being a main one as well as Xenogears mm -hmm. being a big one as well. Yeah, Z tactics was a huge one. I mean, the entire core plot was the church is evil and is trying to destroy the world. We must stop the church. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, so is Final Fantasy X. Uh, you have the Church of uh, Spira, the Church of Sin, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Where they literally, uh, where you have the leaders of the religion literally becoming sin and destroying the world to keep it under their control. Yep. Uh, then uh, the one I think of as kind of like religion, and it was a weird one, was Grandia 2. That's another one, yes, actually, now that I think about it. Because... Grandia 2 did, had a good one on that as well. That was Game Arts. Yeah. Uh, Grandia 2 was interesting in the fact that it's like, oh, you worship this grand being and his sword, and, and then you find out that, no, the, the sword is just a spaceship and the god you worship doesn't ever exist. There's oh. only evil body parts. And then you find out it's like, but the, the body parts aren't necessarily bad. It's the people that control them. They get corrupted mm -hmm. by the power. Right. Another example, uh, speaking of game arts, would be Lunar Silver Star, mm -hmm. which has a, a overall more positive approach to the deity and a more negative towards religion or rather organized religion being kind of hijacked. There's a similar feeling in Eternal Blue, but I don't want to go into discussion with that because you have not played it yet. Uh, by the time this comes out, I'll be halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that that may be getting into the other half of which is like how video games deal with religion in them. But uh, yeah, it Sony on the story basically, the story depending on the storyteller, I believe. Yeah, um, I can say that we're uh, like from what I've heard about Xenogears and mm -hmm. its uh, subsequent Xenosaga. Mm -hmm. Uh, Xenogears was actually uh, written with the ideals of Gnosticism in mind, uh, with religious symbology. Whereas Xenosaga was actually written almost with the same story beats and plot points of... Uh, God. So, uh, some of Nietzsche's stuff. That makes sense, because I was going to say, I, uh, uh, Saga, as someone who only played episode one, 
But Saga always had more of a nihilist approach to it, which makes a lot of sense if it was uh, more of a Nisha-style approach. Well, like, the the, uh, the the subtitles for all the games are like, thus spoke Zarathustra. Der Wills or Mock was episode one. Oh, you're right. Der Wills or Noct. Um, I forgot what episode two is, and then episode three was Thus Spoke Zarathustra. But they actually take the story beats and some of the plot points from those pieces of Nietzsche's and use them in-game. And I'm like, I didn't think of that before, but now that I think about it, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, this may slowly trans... Uh, but... Yeah, censorship with uh, religion has been kind of thing. I know that nowadays most game companies try and avoid bringing up religion, or if they do, it's it's usually some made-up religion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but usually even then, even if it is an actual or a made-up religion, mm-hmm. they still they still draw parallels to try and get their point across yeah yep um and probably the most common one that they draw from is of course christianity mm-hmm. because... well i mean it is if you look at the entire umbrella of judeo-christianity it is easily one of the biggest religions ever an easy target yeah actually i just remembered a game that is literally all about one of the uh, heretical non-canon texts of oh. the Bible. Oh. The Book of Thomas? Uh, no. Um, the, the name of the game, I need to confirm it, but I know it's about... Because uh, it, it talks about uh, the Nephilim... And, uh, okay, it, it was a PS3, Xbox 360 game. But oh, pins and needles, David, what is it? I'm trying to remember the name, that's the thing. Because <laughs> I never heard about that. I feel like I would have heard something about that before. Or okay. I'm just not thinking about what you're thinking about. I'm all excited now. Oh god, why can I not remember it, it's it's like El Shad something. This is El Shaddai. Is it Shaddai? El Shaddai? El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron? Yes, that's it. That's the one. El Shaddai. Jesus, what is that about? Li- no, like it's literally about the book of uh, it, it suppose uh, okay. I've brought up the Wiki, uh, Wikipedia of the Book of Enoch. Yeah, it's about the Book of Enoch. The game is literally the Book of Enoch. Ooh. Um. Okay. So and, and like, I, I've seen it, and it's like, really, it, it's a very weird game. I don't know let me see if I can. Okay, I can see. I can see why because that because Enoch predates Noah, so 
it's funny you bring up that 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 section because because that was all like pre-flood stuff as far as like what what Christian and Judaism preach. Yeah. So that's all like like if you if you want any place where man, I wonder where dragons could have existed. I bet in that time before everything flooded and died is where you can exactly put it. But yeah, mm-hmm. like the, it, it's a platformer. Uh, you follow. Uh, you basically play as Enoch, and it's it is a very weird looking game because I I kind of want to get a copy of it. FYI, great grandfather of Noah is Enoch. In case yeah. you're, anybody's wondering, mm-hmm. but uh, it's very interesting because like. We, uh, like, Enoch, uh, his guide is, of course, Metatron. Um, but it's, like, one of those things of, like, literally, uh, this is also supposedly before, uh, it, it's hard to describe because since I have not actually played it, I've only watched it, it gets really deep into some of the stuff that goes into the book of El Shaddai, uh, the book of Enoch. So who made this game? Because, yeah, I've uh, never heard of it before. Was How much, how serious was the development? Uh, the developer was Ignition Tokyo, who, uh, let me open up a new tab for that one. Uh, but one of the biggest names on it was Sawaki Takeyasu, who worked on Devil May Cry, Okami, and one of the Fatal Frame games. Oh, wow. So, there was some parts to it. Uh, I kind of want to play that. Uh, Ignition Games, other games that they've done. Wow. Uh, they They worked on... Uh, the Metal Slug 3 port to the PlayStation 2. Uh, Metal, most of the Metal Slug games. Popo Lacroix. They worked on Popo Lacroix. Huh. So, so David, I gotta ask, how much of this game do you know? Because, like, now, like, for me, especially from my perspective, all I want to know is, like, is it that they just found that, that book and its concepts fascinating and want to make a game of it? Is it, is it a vehicle to either explore or criticize some, some concept of, of that religion? Like, what do you what, what what what's it about? Well, as far as I know, it's technically an exploration of the Book of Enoch. Um, and I'm just going to read off the plot directly from Wikipedia. Ah, that's what I was looking for. Uh, the story is inspired by the apocryphal Book of Enoch and follows Enoch, a scribe seeking the seven fallen angels to prevent a great flood from destroying mankind. Spoilers. He is helped by his quest by Lucifer, guardian angel in charge of protection of the world, who exists outside the flow of time, alongside four archangels, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Uriel. Uh, and I know in the game they do go into uh, the... Uh, I just met and named them. The, the offspring of uh, mortals and angels. Why can I not think of their names? Like there's a specific name for that type of being? There, there is a specific name for that type of being, and it tends to show up a lot in RPGs. I mean, the word that comes to my brain is Nephilim. Yes, Nephilim. Yeah, Nephilim. 
Because that's the word that they use in Diablo for the child of man and, and uh, the child of man and angel is Nephilim. Yes. Yep. Uh, and they actually go into what's kind of mentioned in the Book of Enoch is after hearing about this game and watching it, I'm like, I looked up scans of it that kind of exist. I'm not sure how people got their hands on the Book of Enoch to scan it. Maybe they yes. But um, uh, in the Book of Enoch, like, the Nephilim are fairly benign beings. Until they basically go batshit insane and go cannibalistic. Oh. And then they basically just, they're stupid, powerful, and dangerous. Which is why, technically in the Book of Enoch... Uh, God wants to actually kill the Nephilim because this is why it's an apocryphal book. Uh, because they supposedly rival the power of God. Which, you being a knighted man of the church, should know there's nothing more powerful than the man of God. Than of course, God himself. That's default. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's why the book of Enoch is an apocryphal book. Hmm. To explain apocryphal is the term for basically non-canon mm -hmm. and deemed by the church to be uh, not safe. It's so, not canon. It's not canon. <laughs> but no, uh, it's only on PS3 and Xbox 360. I think you can still get... Uh, still... So, hold on, hold on, just real quick. I just want to make this clear. That you're basically telling me that the Book of Enoch is part of the Bible Legends series, which is <laughs> part of the extended universe of the Bible that is no longer canon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Due to, due to the new Vatican canon. You want one more bonus? You want one, one more bonus link? Uh, the company that the company that published the company that published El Shaddai is currently owned by Disney. <laughs> I just stumbled upon that too, oh and I'm like, God, oh, yes. that is too oh. good. Oh yeah, that is too good. <laughs> it's almost oh, like it's that company that India, is... but still Walt Disney. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's still Disney. Yeah. It's still oh, Disney. oh, I just found out something. There's a spin-off game for this. Oh my god! Oh yeah, oh, child. The lost child. Right? No, the lost child. The lost child uh, that was released in 2017 and what? in America in 2018. Oh wow! So Which, yeah, uh, PS4 and Vita and Switch. Oh wow, Switch too. <laughs> well, I to... uh, coming supposedly it was announced for the West in 2018. I'm not sure if it has. I uh, NA released June 19th, 2018. Oh, yes, it did. So, uh, if you want a quotations spin-off game, which actually does show off Enoch, Lost Child is the one probably easy to get easier than uh, El Shaddai. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow, I, feel like, I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I'm looking up from the bottom of the rabbit hole and going, Jesus. Hi. Oh, 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 that went deep. Yeah. We didn't lose the plot. We abandoned it. Yeah. I, I think yeah, we, we can. End, we should have kind of ended with that because I was going to bring up, like, like you know, this, like, 
the spear of destiny as you see in video games obviously the concepts of paladins priests and clerks are all religious but damn david well really, oh yeah Longinus appears so often. <laughs> yeah. yeah it does yeah and that rolls into the next topic which probably a good point for it which is how video games handle religion Oh, uh, that's a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. That is a mixed bag. It, really, it's only, for me, at least my perspective, is two ways. One takes symbology from it and uses it to color color up a story or or criticism. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, like, one, one example I would, I would throw out there is Final Fantasy series, which, I mean, at the same time, you have very obviously deicide in many cases. A lot. Or... A lot or of points, like 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 the first one I point I my brain goes to when I think of religion in video games, Kefka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Killing Kefka. That yeah. is one hundred percent straight up deicide. It is, yeah. Because um, Kefka decided to kill uh, like screw up the warring gods and it's like, fuck you guys, I'm God now. And then and you go kill Kefka. Thus it was. <laughs> and then yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent exactly. And uh, but at the same time, Final Fantasy also loves to borrow lore from literally everywhere, and so you very frequently end up seeing Longinus in some form coming back over and over again. Indeed, half the RPGs I play have Longinus. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot uh, of uh, a lot of the summoned creatures in Final Fantasy are also based off of uh, mythical and uh, deities of different religion. Like Shiva is one of them. Yep. Yeah, Shiva is a very common it's one. A very common one. Uh, Muhammad. Absolutely. Muhammad. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, uh, Sephiroth or Sephiroth. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that's... Uh, the Tree of Life in, in life. Um, Gnosticism. Yep. So, um, I mean, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a common uh, theme. Um, and, of course, specifically, um, it goes into details uh, with, the, with a lot of its spells as well mm -hmm. um, and classes. So, Paladin being one of them. A paladin's, paladin's uh, is that more of an Arabic uh, thing, though? I'm not really sure. Was paladin no. taken by Catholicism at all, or Christianity? I think paladins are uh, from like Arabic. I well, I always thought I always thought of paladin as kind of like maybe of an Arabic origin, but yeah. I always thought of it referring to the Crusaders. Yeah, yeah. the, the basic... holy knights of the church. The Knights Templar. Yeah. yeah. That I see. Of which Eddie is yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, short answer is that I think Paladins, even though it's a common word, phrase used for that, I think that was actually something like a more specific type of knight back in the day. Yeah. I think that was just the name that, like, ooh, that's a classy name, let's keep that. Yeah. Right. I, think, I think it was French, actually. But was it French? Really? Yeah, something like French. Mean, yeah, I could say that. I could see that. Well, I have Wikipedia up. I can look it up, but um, you could look uh, late 6th century from French Paladin, uh, from Italian Paladino, from Latin uh, Palatinus. Oh. oh, Latin. Okay. So, well, I mean, if it was French, then it would still be Latin anyways. Yeah, it'd still be based off Latin. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, the medieval Chanson de Guest cycle of Matter of France, the Paladins of the Twelve Peers of the Twelve Most Knights of Charlemagne's Court. Oh. Yeah, the number 12, it comes up a lot in Final Fantasy as well. Yeah. But they, they do seem to be very, uh, like, the, the top level of knight for mm -hmm. various things. Right. Um, 
So, yeah. Uh, in this case, it's actually a French term. That is interesting. Well, I think popularized through French. It's obviously, like we said, it's Latin, but yeah. I think the yeah. French well, use is what popularized it. Well, French is one of the Romantic languages, a.k.a. It's, uh, yeah. it's a Roman language, which is, of course, of is Latin, essentially. It's just they oh. branched out someplace oh. else. Um, also, we should mention that whenever something is really big, bad, guess what comes in in the music? <laughs> Latin chanting. Because <laughs> what yeah, does it sound like demonic <laughs> summoning than yeah. Latin chanting? I just saw a meme the other day where basically it's like, you're about to enter a boss fight. And it's a big room. And there's only one boss. And then you hear your choir singing and you know it's really bad. Yeah, that's, bad. that's, that's either, that's, that's <laughs> final boss or near final. Right, um, right. Anyways, I believe Asher. Uh, at this point, we were planning on taking a quick break. Yep. For just a moment. Okay. And we're back. Yes. Man, I'm going to buy those products. Uh, all of them. Yes. Every yes. single one of them. I'm I buying the collector's them all three times. I'm buying the collector's edition. One for every room in my house. <laughs> yeah, and we've gained somebody. Uh, Hello. Yes. <laughs> We have Itrio. Well, Itrio has appeared. So a new challenger approaches. So oh, we've went from Pokemon to to Smash Bros. What other games can we? Itrio uh, has joined the party. <laughs> wait, so. wait, 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 wait. Da 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 da. You found an Itrio. <laughs> Uh, and, and so, just uh, just to get Itrio caught up on the... What is he doing in the chest? <laughs> Quagmire. <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> this is a no-judgment space. This is a safe space, sir. Oh, okay, okay. We, we just anyway, talked about a religion. video game that deals with a <laughs> apocryphal yeah, book of... video uh, game and religion. <laughs> yes, oh. just, just for Itrio's sake, we are talking about video games and religion, and we just talk about like probably the biggest bombshell that I didn't expect to be a bombshell. Which ironically, uh, as we were talking about, you mentioned that it's actually a game that you played yourself. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed. I actually have played that game. Uh, <sighs> do tell. <It's>, <laughs> see, here's the thing. When you're actually playing through El Shaddai, it's not very clear what it is. Uh, keeping in mind that I was also this is Xbox 360 days, and I was uh, a lot more of a uh, teenager. Um, <laughs> you're saying it's like Cats the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You oh, see, because wow. when you're playing through it, like when I was first playing through it, at first it doesn't, it doesn't appear to have any kind of tone to it. It's just like, okay, what am I playing? And it's only when you get into the late game you're like, oh. This is what I'm playing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, like, as you continue through it, like, it first starts out very, like, um, like, the visual art style changes as you play throughout the game. Like, as you get into the later game, you get in a lot more red tones, like that whole underworldy kind of feel. Ooh. Yeah. At least I had never completed the game, so I don't know what is after that, but at least to the point that I got, it got darker as you went along. Jeez, maybe it's a future stream game? Well, Maybe. That could be interesting. We'd have to wait until PS5 if it is PS3 backwards compatible. 
True. Hopefully it is, because I have a lot of games that I want to play. <laughs> that, that's some of the rumors coming from CES, and I'm like, uh, what? How? Huh? It's coming from CES. Yeah. If it's not just, like, an internet rumor, and it's, like, rumors coming from the floor of CES, then there's got to be a grain of truth to it beyond uh, internet skepticism. I don't know. I just literally read a, a press article today about the back of the Xbox X console that oh. AMD used in a presentation. Apparently, that was fake. Yeah, I did. I read that, too. <laughs> so, I there thought, you go. Wow. Oh, wow. I just <laughs> I decided to look up uh, El Shaddai. PS3, minimum, 69 Xbox 360 yeah. 1999 <laughs> Oh, wow. Of course, the PS3. Huh. Probably get I it still have a 360. I still have a 360. Maybe I should just get it and play it on my 360. That'd I, probably be the easiest thing, I think let's be honest. It, I think it's on the uh, store still. Too. I just oh, really. I would just have to see if I could. Uh, I would need to get a football essentially for my uh, for my three sixty. Have Have we gone over our uh, the uh, probably the most important multicultural series? Uh, if you're talking about uh, if you're talking about Final Fantasy, we went over it several times. But there's no. always room for Jello. No, uh, <laughs> he's talking about uh, something else. Assassin's here. Creed. Oh, oh, oh right. right. I can't believe I completely The start of that. every game. The start of every single damn game. This game is created by a diverse staff of multiple faiths and and groups and whatever. You name a, <laughs> a, a criteria that could be like, oh, they made it because they're this. They're like, nope, we have one of everything there, too. Yep. But I haven't played the game full through, but doesn't it isn't the whole plot giving a middle finger to everything because no, it was aliens. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> each aliens, one wow. is like is a each game is historical fiction, but like you have games that revolve around the Romans and um, Catholicism is one of the things that it touches on. Um, yeah, I was gonna say one of the big ones I remember one of the early ones was Catholicism and the Knights Templar. Yes. Well, the Knights mm-hmm. Templar has been a theme throughout it. It's mm. kind of like, you know, National Treasure and how National Treasure was like, oh, the Freemasons, that mm. whole movie series with, you know, our wonderful Nicolas Cage. Um, Lord and Savior. <laughs> Lord and Savior, Nicolas Cage. Um, no relation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but Assassin's Creed, that's one of the series when I think of, like, religion is, like, one of the ones that I think of is, like, it's because of just the start of the game. Multicultural. That whole message. Yeah. That's a good message, actually. It is good. It, it's a very good message, but it, it, it kind of flips the coin on uh, a lot of other topics involving religion. Of how, like, it's always like, oh, mine is the best, mine is the best, or it has this religious overtone or undertone. Whereas, no, Assassin's Creed is like, no. If we wanted it to be there, it would be very blatantly there. You would know that it's there because that would be the plot point. So it gives us a good look at the other side of the coin from the examples that we've been coming up with, where it's literally just saying, I mean, yeah, we could, but that's not what this was about. 
Um, I like it that way. That's uh, going cool. back to the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. if we really wanted to go back in, uh, if we really wanted to go back in time, and I think uh, I think uh, that Asher, we've talked about this one before, would be black and white. Ah, uh, right. Black. So not just not just not just talking about God, but what happens when you are God? Well, you could do that with all the Sims Sims games as well. Oh yeah, there's that too. But in in black and white, you actually do assume the power of a God, not the God, but a God, and it's like you actually are powered by worship. You you gain powers by getting followers. Like and, Act Razor, kind of yeah, Act Razor, kind of like Act Razor, yeah. except I was gonna say like American Gods. Yeah. That that's a, yeah. yeah, kind of, but not not quite like American Gods, um, because technically, unlike American Gods, where the god is the physical avatar, the closest thing that you as the player character have is your avatar in the world of black and white is your pet mm-hmm. and dear god the fucking cow i i no pun intended i'm not <laughs> shitting you like what the, oh dear god <laughs> the the the, <laughs> the starting animals that are given to you are a tiger Rawr. a cow and a turtle, I believe. Turtles are cool. so I, I no can monkey. Understand the cow. Oh, I was about to say. Oh. I was about to say the cow. I can understand because you know, holy cow. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, um, the tiger. Yeah, I, I've weird. never heard anyone say holy tiger. Um, that's racist. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh. species, sir. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, I would presume that there probably is a religion out there that for just about any animal you could think of. But I I don't, I mean, the cow is an obvious one because Hindu and the turtle, I'm trying to remember, I think it's Shinto has something to do, has something with the turtle. I mean, you can get a turtle in, in, there's actually a lot more than just those three, but the starting are basically an orangutan, a tiger, and a cow. Oh, Perfect. actually, tigers are also Hinduism. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Mm. I'm a tiger. Here's a game that uh, has a very much kind of religious kind of feel to it. Um, Okami. Oh. Yeah. You play as the wolf god. Well, you play as Amaterasu. Am- Amaterasu, the wolf god. No, Amaterasu, the sun god. The well, goddess of the sun. Rep, no, well, represented as a wolf in the game. Yeah, but... You're, you are playing as Amaterasu. Uh, I have played Okami, so... Um, I don't know if you can, because he's redirecting you. I don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you play yeah, as player, a wolf. The player controls Okami Amaterasu, the goddess of the sun, in the form of a white wolf. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. So. Wolf... Wolf god, sun god. You play as a wolf who's a god. You play as a god. <laughs> yeah. We're um, bearing the lead here. <laughs> but, no, it, like, Okami deals with, uh, like, Japanese uh, 
like, legends like, and stuff. I don't have to listen to any of you because I am a god. <laughs> Redemption. Yeah. But it's yeah, the, it's the theme through that. Mm-hmm. Well, incredibly beautiful game. If I recall correctly, it's both redemption, at least for Susana O, whereas for Amaterasu, it's more of uh, picking up the pieces after everything. Because oh, she, she's getting the like her powers back from uh, other pieces of her. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I had a very na- very bad and uh, heretical thought, so I'm just going to uh, uh, another apocryphal that's... thought. <laughs> I'm sorry, heresy in a heresy. podcast about video games and religion. That is uh, another. I mean, don't make me call the Gabadian church on you. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking of 40K. God. Warhammer? Warhammer 40k, where yeah, they've eliminated all the religion, but at the same time they worship the god emperor of mankind. I'm like, ah, oh, why? Well, and that's actually something I've seen in other fiction as well, where, you know, all relig- all, all religion, all worship is banned except for ancestor worship or worship of the emperor, because any other religion takes away from that. I don't I haven't seen a real example of that, but I have seen it often enough in fiction that I feel like there must be a basis. Um admittedly like I could uh, it's actually uh, I could point you in the direction which I think it's actually ancient China that is based off of. Where Japan up until not that recently has something like that going on. Kind of, but yeah. It, well, let's kind of let's kind of steer back to the main topic, which is like video how video games portray religion, uh, at least for this section, and because oh god, video games portraying religion is just it's all over the place. Mm. Generally, well, we've definitely that. covered we've definitely covered um, deicide. <laughs> Uh, we've definitely we've also covered you know um love the concept of religion and higher powers and all that but organized religion can go suck it (laughs) no offense it only hurts a little i'm 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 merely echoing this the thoughts i'm not necessarily saying that i espouse that particular thought uh then we've gotten ones where it's like let's portray let's try and portray a religion and we got stuff like El Shaddai oh yeah I'm trying to think of other games like El Shaddai there's a lot of them not Uh, I know that there's a couple that I've seen I mean I know some actual like video games were created by religious groups but they're not really that good they're not good Bible games. Adventures. Or... Bible Adventures. Oh, <laughs> or Noah's Ark 3D. <laughs> well, I don't know if you all are familiar with the Left Behind series, but long story short, they created an RTS. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? Uh-huh. 
Oh, there are man. about 12 things wrong with that sentence, and the sentence wasn't even that long enough. Oh, wow. Mm, how do you... I mean, seven of the sins were just for the fact that you named the series Left Behind. Yeah, I mean, you can guess it's post-Rapture, and it's based on this book series, which I did read, and it's not that bad, but I'm also Christian, so I'm biased. But yeah, they made a video game of... Because there's a lot of war in that book series. So, of course, oh. there's an RTS. It makes sense. Hey, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okami and uh, El Shaddai have a common uh, common individual in their uh, development. The uh, Sawa... Sawaki uh, uh, Takayasu. Yeah, who's uh, also the oh. guy behind Devil May Cry. <laughs> yep, oh. he was the development oh, lead for El Shaddai, but he was the pre- he was previously worked as an artist and character designer on Devil May Cry, Okami, and Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Wow. I, I think I mentioned that. Well. Yeah. I, I'm guessing you're looking at the Wikipedia article that I already yeah, have up. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia articles because I'm... I'm with you guys and walk, looking up Wikipedia all of a sudden. What the hey? <laughs> Research. What is this fact-finding that you do? Were we Not supposed on... to do that before we do everything? Not on this podcast. No, no, no. no, no. Nope. We're doing it live. Uh... I feel like it's weird because I face perspective. God, I feel like um, like the apocryphal books are just a treasure trove of video game ideas that people could do, but nobody wants to do them because the apocryphal books of the Bible. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. And so I don't think anybody. I don't think any game development studio really wants to open that can of worms. That well, or the I mean, freaking... Why not? We just talked about Dante's Inferno earlier. Like, if you make Dante's Inferno, what, what's Sacred? Sacred's a good game. Playing on your there. Sacred is actually a good game. And I don't think it really has a lot of religious overtones. Maybe undertones, but not a lot. Beyond maybe, you know, the corruption of the church. <laughs> Oh, okay, here. Oh, oh yeah, that's, oh, no. that's not a big one at all. <laughs> Let me throw this at you guys, because, th- I mean, th- this might be a gripe of mine. I mean, well, I, I could have two gripes that I can present to you, but let me give you this one. Okay. What's with nuns being, being like, hidden bad guys in video games? What? Nuns? What? Nuns. Like, like, so many video games where nuns are, like, either, like, hidden assassins or... What games are you playing? Eddie is obviously playing the hentai games. <laughs> Guys, Chrono Trigger. Oh. Oh. I see. Yeah, that right. makes sense. That, yeah. Oh, they wanted to eat your characters. Yeah. Yeah, I get that one. Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Or the uh, nuns are well, actually like demons in disguise. Or demons in like disguise. The monsters, monsters in disguise. Well, well then, I, think, I think, honestly, some of the nuns are evil might become some of that might also stem from abuse of former catholic school children which is fair <laughs> as he says really through clenched teeth it's kind of fair uh guys you now have audio proof get him <laughs> oh boy where's the pick where's the pickaxe and torches store <laughs> Right next to the tar and feather store. 
I, I get the I get the I get the torches, but I think you meant pitchfork because pickaxe, unless he's hiding in the mountains somewhere. No, no, no. Pickaxes can be quite uh, quite painful. Uh, yeah, especially through the skull. That sucks. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll say that you you're speaking from experience, Kage, and we can. <laughs> yes, I am. Unfortunately, you. I mean, I mean, besides nuns being being some go-to villains, I mean, there's a ton of games that have like whole cults, re- religious-based or not, or loosely religious-based, that have pop up as your antagonist for a whole video game. Like, I games I, are a good sorry. example of that. Uh, going slightly back to you know, sacred the video game. Um, <laughs> The, the plot line of it is basically there's this necromancer who's, you know, conjuring a conjuring this very bad demon into the world. Um, and they basically you get the whole point of it is the whole point, regardless of which race you choose, um, because there's like seven of them, six plus two if you have the expansion. Um, each one has their own kind of sub storyline, but they all have the common storyline of trying to defeat this big, big giant demon that was summoned, uh, and then reclaim the heart of the world. Um, and then, you know, the necromancer decides to, you know, capture, you know, somebody that you care about. Um, yeah, I hate to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, but yeah, it that kind of I don't know. No pun intended. I don't know where I was going with that. My mind train is left the station. Uh. (laughs) This is what happens when you have to do system updates all day. You sorry, relatable. So I do want to just really quickly go back to something, and then we can walk away from it. Um, you mentioned that in part of the story in Sacred is you have to solve the heart of the world. You have to uh, deal with, uh, recover the heart of the world. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that Sacred stole that from Kingdom Hearts, and then we can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on when did Sacred come out. 2004, so, Kingdom Hearts one was 2002. I already did the math. No, oh, the math. Two, 2004, yeah. Yeah. Sacred One was 2004, or oh, Sacred, wow. and Kingdom Hearts was 2002. I already did the math; it checks out. Okay. Whatever. No argument for me. Kingdom uh, Hearts is also not on Windows, so. This is true. Sacred has always been a Windows-only game, and t- well, Sacred the original was a Windows-only game, and then uh, was released to was released uh, for Microsoft Windows and Linux in 2004. I, I'm, Your argument's invalid. Oh, boy. Linux. Ew, it touched Linux. <laughs> hey, at least it didn't touch Mac. Well, I mean, that's obviously true. You can't. No, nothing sacred can touch Mac. <laughs> that, Mac. That, was, that, was, that was perfect. Um, we, can, we can now end the podcast there. Kage just won the podcast. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. Also, I'm just. Well, I mean, go why do you think that? Why do you think that apple is the fruit of the temptation, the forbidden fruit? Ooh. Because it's not sacred. Oof, we're bringing that into this. We're going oh, on all yeah. the religions. It's religion day. 
Wow, I didn't realize uh, we had an entire day based on this. This is incredible. <laughs> it's not like there's thousands of saint days. Um, there's a church but, day every week, man. I don't know if you heard. But can I can I just put it out there? Personal opinion: Sacred Three was complete and utter crap. It was in fact not sacred. <laughs> it was completely abhorrent to the original series. It was the <laughs> moment. It was the moment where all the fans looked at the developer and said, "Is nothing sacred?" <laughs> And the irony completely shot over their head. (laughs) So sacred. So sacred. It was originally produced by uh, Reddit. I'm looking at the freaking page. Escarion. And Escarion was actually bought out by Deep Silver. Um, Oh, Deep Silver. Yeah. Deep Silver tainted. The, the the franchise. Deep Silver is a false prophet. Yes, Deep Silver <laughs> is the false prophet. It was five pieces of silver, right? <laughs> and and oh, 30 pieces of silver. 30. Right? Ah, 30. Get your references wow. right. I, I'm sorry. Hey, I it was obvious where he was going. You insult at least me. it was obvious where he went. You understood where I was going with it, though. That was oh, boy. I am going to share something, guys. Which is still funny as hell. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sacred Wiki. More Wikis! I actually helped uh, build this website. Oh, wow. So, uh, the Sacred Wiki uh, was built and produced by a couple of friends of mine and I. Um, I kind of helped a little bit with the Media Wiki and uh, another website that they had. Um, part of an actual in-game Sacred Underworld clan uh, called Dark Matters. Um, and I actually, they they played this game, and they're actually, I think they're still maintaining the community patches oh, wow. um, for Sacred and Sacred 2. Well, Sacred um, 3 is not even in here. Because Sacred 3 is garbage. <laughs> Sacred Three is apocryphal. Yes. The, so bring it back. the owners bring it of back. this website, so sacredwiki.org, small plug there. Um, they have basically poured a lot of energy into this because they absolutely love this game. This is actually another one of the many video games that I and my parents uh, collectively played together. Um, along with this guild that we were a part of. Um, and they built this with pretty much any details and then all the community patches that they maintain. Um, and they looked at Sacred 3 and was like, no. <laughs> I actually thought about getting Sacred, uh, like the whole trilogy, and then I was hearing things about, like, don't don't get the game because Sacred 3 is a piece of garbage. I'm like, eh. I'll skip Sacred over it. and Sacred Two. I I will give my blessing. <laughs> Three Another can go fuck there. itself. <laughs> uh, I think he's made that perfectly clear. <laughs> uh, Sacred and Sacred Two. Get my blessing. Uh, I would honestly recommend playing them, especially Sacred Two. Is kind of the controls are kind of funky, especially if you try to play it on console. Mm. Um. Because I think Secret 2 was on console, but I own it for PC. The, the 
PC controls feel like they were supposed to be a console control. Oh, good. Um, but Sacred Underworld was completely PC first, so all the controls are intuitive. Ah. Mm. Uh, now I'm trying but to think I, of other but, games that would include religion and various things in it, and it's like, not, not a lot, actually. One. There's, oh boy. there's one that I, that I would be remiss if we don't mention, just because not only does it use a bunch of religious symbolism, but appropriately also stomps all over him like the bitch she is, which is Bayonetta. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, Bayonetta. Yep. Uh, and I mean that in, the, I mean that in the, the best possible way, because I love that video. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll accept Bayonetta as using religion, because it, even though it's like it's kind of its own made-up <laughs> version of... The weird witch hunts. I'm not joking. It's like, yeah, I, I see it handle it. One, I'm surprised that you didn't bring up Asher, uh, given that where when this episode is being recorded, not necessarily when it's released, is I'm kind of surprised you didn't bring up Wild Arms. Ooh, uh, yeah. Why didn't you? While you're, while keeping in mind this is you know pre-recorded content, uh, you're actively playing it on stream. Yeah. Why didn't you bring up your your favorite game? It it's hard to bring up Wild Arms because it doesn't actually really go that deep into the whole like Guardian stuff. Cause Fair. Because it's, it's more. No, that's more Alter Code, which, uh, as we're told every single uh, week. <laughs> because uh, uh, the first uh, first game uh, the Guardians have a big influence two has a big influence three kind of an influence but not that big of one four fucks it over by basically just saying oh they're, they're not actual spirits of the world they're just the world's been infected by nanites and these are just local summoning whoa whoa whoa, whoa. you just lost me Wow. Yeah, really... Four goes stupid places, and four is the worst game of all of them. That would, that would do four things. Built that an entire... was a, was a... Four built a shark tank, took that shark tank to make an entire planet built of shark tanks, and then jumped that. <laughs> so that's a lot of jumping of sharking here. <laughs> Jump. I just thought of another, uh, another subject of possible uh, mention. Uh, oh boy. There's a couple games that have uh, it referenced or uses the primary motivation, uh, the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, oh, Salem. Witch Hunt. That's a game. Not talking about Town of Salem. Town of Salem is just a comical. Oh. Game. Well, it is, a game. It, it is the primary game. I don't know if I go so far as comical. <laughs> What happened in Salem was not a comedy. I, I'm not saying that what happened in Salem was a comedy. I actually, my mom has done the genealogy. I am related to somebody who was in the trials, so... Ooh, oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> also, ouch, but cool. Yeah. Ouch, cool, double-edged sword there. Okay, um, so you're, are you saying your kryptonite is stone? No. Mm. No. Uh, but, it's, so, that's not passed no, down. No, He's saying he floats. Oh, he floats, right. right. <laughs> no, if we're talking about me in real life, I sink. I, I don't float. Like um, anyway. Like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like churches. 
Uh, so, uh, murdered sole suspect uh, was the Salem. So the Salem witch trials was the primary mot- motivation for the for a modern serial killer in the game. Oh, yeah, did not know that. And uh, then uh, Fallout Four um, has a reimagined version of the town of Salem because it is based in Boston. Yeah. Um, and it includes the Salem Museum of Witchcraft. Uh, oh, yes, 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 I do remember that. I actually didn't make it that far in four. I sort I got kind of bored. So, well, Eddie should be the one to uh, peek up when he hears Fallout. Oh, <laughs> Fallout. And then for uh, any of those you know, smartphone game fans, uh, you Salem is one of the epic of remnant chapters in the Fate Grand Order smartphone mobile game. Oh God! Why are we bringing up fate? God, no, <laughs> no! We've tainted this this recording with fate. Oh. Gotcha! God damn it! Uh, briefly based on Salem, which means now the year sixteen ninety two. Which means now you have no choice. Uh, you have to mention Fate Stay Night for some reason. I have to mention the Fate series, for oh. God's sakes. Well, if you if you actually if we're ta- if we kind of jump off the video games bandwagon for just a hot second fate mm-hmm. has a big kind of like tone to it well no well i mean the video games aren't the i'm pretty sure the video games also have that same tone don't they yes they do yeah, but this yeah yeah uh, all, all of, just all of fate just <laughs> fate in general is just uh one big ball of but, but let's just take oh, religion and do our own thing with it, because, ah. Uh... Well, the, their whole thing is we do rituals, and everybody, everybody, and all our main characters are like, what? Ritual. Everyone's like, we're going to do this ritual. Well, no, the, the premise of the original Fate Stay Night, the, the visual porno novel, of which it was horrible porn. Oh! <laughs> yes, oh! Most of the Fate series is revolving around the Holy Grail. Uh, because apparently the ritual to summon the Holy Grail allows you to get a wish. And it gets... (laughs) Basically, uh, this is my understanding from an outside perspective. But essentially, you get a bunch of people together to summon champions or servants, and you try and kill other people's servants so that those pieces uh, so that you absorb the essence that they got when the ritual was made uh-huh. in order to fill the holy grail that once you've killed everybody but yourself you get your wish, you get your wish. the problem is and here's the big thing all of the goddamn rituals are fucking flawed <laughs> every single one of them but let's keep doing it but people <laughs> keep doing it well, yeah, because you're never going to get your wish if you don't try. Yeah, that's the point. Uh, or you're going to die. Yeah. Well, you die. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me, so you're telling me, in the game of Grails, you win or you die. Oh God. Oh. Uh. I'm smiling very, almost to the point where I feel like my full face is going to crack open, and I'm just going to. I'm going to go to confession after this. <laughs> Eddie, why are you here? I must confess, Father. Why? 
because I've made so many puns about Catholicism tonight that I feel I have sinned. <laughs> Listen to episode... What? Oh, it, it, FRP? F R P. This is uh, probably going to be like eleven or twelve. Seventeen. I was going to say twelve. Oh, Whatever number close. it is, we'll <laughs> But uh, yeah, fate. Fate. Takes... Although that does mean that he can't go to confession for like a month and a half. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> if he's going to reference this when he's there. Uh but no, like fate takes religion and just goes, whoop. Out the window, <laughs> because How uh, Arthur is female, but then gets turned male in order to have descendants, which are also female, and then and then shit happens. Yeah, that sounds that's very about... very complicated. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I that was like a tip of the iceberg because, um, uh, I haven't even gotten to what servants are, which are basically historical figures but not the actual historical figures but the idealized version for that person hmm. okay. you're uh, our heads what? Uh. uh okay so i'm gonna mention probably the biggest and uh, character i hate the most gilgamesh gilgamesh is you know stuck up entitled He's an asshole in just about every branch of the series. The only one that he doesn't act an asshole in is maybe Heaven's Feel. Wait a minute, Heaven's Feel. Okay, the original. Okay, the original Fate's Day Night has three branching paths. There's Fate's Day Night. There's uh, Unlimited Blade Works, and then there's the third path, which is Heaven's Feel. Heaven's Feel is also the darkest path of the series. It's timeline. It, it's the darkest timeline. Because it's heaven copying a feel, or? Uh, no, it's... <laughs> it, it, I'm sorry, Eddie, I had to. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but no, like, trying to d describe fate, plotlines, and bullshit, it's like, all three uh, paths make references to stuff that happens in the other paths, so you... You actually have to play all three paths in order to get the full fucking story as to what's happened to everybody. But uh, essentially, uh, each servant usually is usually referred to by what they are. So it's like Saber, Rider, uh, a class. Saber, Rider, Archer, Archer, Caster, Assassin, Berserker. At six, there's seven classes. Yeah, there's seven classes because there's seven summoners. I forget what the seventh class was. Uh, uh, and, and that's not talking about the other classes that get introduced, like Avenger. But um, the only... Uh, but you try and hide your Saber, servant... Saber, Lancer, Archer, Rider, Caster, Assassin, and Berserker. Okay. But the reason why... Uh, people uh, use the class instead of the name is because if people know what uh, who you summoned, you know what their weaknesses are. The Wikipedia. only person that says fuck that is Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh because... is just ah, this is who I am. <laughs> yeah, because his ability literally gives him access to everything. 
I'm his what? ability is basically he was the king of treasures. Makes and sense how Greg does go after you know jack of all trades type of thing. Well, it, no, no, they, he just shoots them out of portals. Literally, That's his ability <laughs> is that if something comes in, uh, something gets popped into existence, he has the first one of it, and it's the best. And so his, uh, he, since he's the king of treasures, is that if somebody comes up with a sword, let's say, it, he basically gets the first copy, it's the best copy, and he can just summon it at any moment. That sounds like Greg to me. Yeah. And uh, Nasu, the creator of the whole fucking fate universe, has got Raging Boner for Gilgamesh. Every single one of them. Oh, who doesn't? Every, every single one of them has had Gilgamesh. All the anime has had Gilgamesh as one of those people. As at We're least showing up. Um, including the stupid cooking one. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think we've gotten kind of off topic talking about fate. Just a little bit. Deep topic. But no, <laughs> fate decides to take religion and goes like, "I will do what I what I want." Whereas yep. uh, a, a counterpoint to it would be like El Shaddai actually just tries to recreate the Book of Enoch in video game form. Is it based in modern time or? No, El Shaddai is not based on modern time. Okay. It is pre-flood. Based... Go ahead. What? It, it oh, is definitely it, it's pre-flood in the takes... book, but no, the the actual game is very very because Enoch is wearing a pair of like jeans and Lucifer is wearing like a three-piece suit. So that would be almost modern. Almost, but not quite. Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism because there's. People also wearing, you know, ancient toga things in certain yeah. parts. So, well, David, we don't know what was lost in the flood. That's true. True. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah, religion and video games. Weird times. And now Eddie's probably going to go online and try and find a copy of El Shaddai. <laughs> yeah, probably. And then see if he can uh, crazy good. dig out his PS3 or just wait until the PS5 comes out and gets confirmation that it can do PS3 games. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If it can't, just dig out the PS3 again. Yep. I have a PS3 up in my closet that I can dig out. You just need the game now. I yeah. have a PS3 that's backwards compatible to 2 and 1, and I keep it plugged in at all times. Nice. Wait, how is it? I'll, I'll ask you that later. <laughs> Uh sure. All right. Well, that's Does it. Does that conclude our conversation today? Yeah, we're actually kind of a little bit over, but but it was a good topic. Well, I, I have a work. perfect ending or perfect oh, no. pre-ending before the actual ending. Uh-oh. This podcast is inspired by uh our opinions and this work of opinion was designed, developed and produced by a bunch of nerds. <laughs> I'm using for accurate statements. Uh, <laughs> furthermore, our opinions, furthermore, our opinions are our opinions. The opinions in the games are the opinions in the games. The two may or may not intersect, and we have no specific opinion on whether or not our opinions are our opinions. <laughs> we Did don't we say know. opinions enough? 
No. Opinions, opinions, opinions. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm a knight. Of the Templar. (laughs) I just want to go on record to say that off record, that I don't have a record record of being off record about my opinion. (laughs) Make a record of that. (laughs) Uh, It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, in this case, uh, I I don't think we need final words. I think think the entire thing was pretty much our final words. Yeah. (laughs) My final words are going to be final words. There we go. Good now. Whatever time it is when you're listening, have a good time. Have a good time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in, and we we look forward to talking at you again next time. Later. Bye. Bye.